0: hello everyone welcome to ritual tiger talk i'm your host dr Dee santis and we're super excited today our third season of ritual tiger talk is coming to a close today but don't be sad we will be returning this uh usually end of september we have our first show of the next season this is our third season and to see us out on our our we would say uh, season finale are our, our two assistant superintendents Corey Gillette, and Dr. Elizabeth Hannaway, thank you for joining us today on the podcast.
1: Hey, Wes. Happy to be here. Wes, congratulations and another successful season.
0: Oh, it was great. We had a lot of fun shows. Uh, we got to talk about a lot of really cool things, had a lot of really cool guests on. I love highlighting all the amazing things happening here in Ridgefield Public Schools. And sometimes we have shows just on general things in town. Uh, we have Rudy on, right? He tells us about Halloween. That's always fun. Uh, we had the... Uh, uh the town come on and tell us about all the cool stuff they're doing with uh refuge uh refuge removal and uh what's that thing that they're doing at the high schools composting that mm-hmm. was a, a yes, cool thing yes. doing a lot of uh eco-friendly stuff so we had a lot of jam-packed cool topics and of course everyone's favorite show with uh dane street is the sports update those always get a lot of good numbers but uh and we yeah we had a
2: great arts update
0: Absolutely. We had the great arts update. We had some great music shows. We had a lot of really, really cool stuff. Um, And, you know, just some other stuff I'll talk about at the end of the show that we're excited for for next year. But the reason why we do this show is we want to tell everyone all the cool stuff that happens over the summertime here at Richfield Public Schools. We're not a school system that closes down during the summer. There's lots of things happening year round. Uh, There might not be as many children in the buildings, but our buildings are still active. Lots of cool things to do. Uh, so why don't we get started with some of the cool stuff? Where do we want to get started?
2: I have an idea. I can talk about Bridge.
0: Ooh, Bridge, Bridge. So first, why don't you tell us a little bit about like what is Bridge? How did it get started?
2: All right. So this is actually our third summer of Bridge. We started Bridge, so that must have been the summer of twenty one. Yeah. Um, as we were still in COVID, I can't say we were out of COVID, but we. Use the ESSER mm-hmm. funds that we got from the government to extend the school year and provide our students with an opportunity to connect in creative ways with each other and teachers through project based learning, experiences, and really just being together mostly outside and away from electronics. Because if you remember by then, we'd had quite enough. Um, with, with all our computers. So yeah. that was that was our first summer. And because it is funded by ESSER funds, our bridge program continues to be free to our families. That's so amazing. This is our third summer. We're smarter now. We've learned a lot from the feedback from our families and from our students. So our program actually starts at the end of June because we didn't have a lot of snow days.
0: So we, <laughs> launch, we
2: launch with Jumpstart into middle school and into high school.
0: So what's Jumpstart?
2: programs. Thanks, Wes. Sorry I'm yeah. talking over you.
0: No. <laughs> we
2: have programs for our rising sixth graders and our rising ninth graders where we give them a chance to hang out at the school that they're going to attend in Ooh. the fall. They get then, to meet teachers. They get to explore the building. They learn about executive functioning, organization. Yeah. <laughs> they probably don't even know that's what they're learning because it's all so fun and creative. Um, but that starts at the end of June.
0: Ooh, nice.
2: We also, at the end of June, start with our high school intensives, which are our three-day courses designed by our high school teachers that are um, on a variety of different topics. I know that cooking has always been a very, very popular course, but oh, we absolutely. also have different, different other courses um, that students can engage in that have more of a sciency aspect. I believe we still have slice of life this year, which is around dissection.
0: Cool. Ooh, what a name, <laughs> <laughs> pun intended.
2: <laughs> and then um, our middle school intensive start at the beginning of July. Our elementary program also starts in July. Our elementary program is more like a enrichment camp. So it's a five day program that our students can attend. Um, our course recovery, starts at the beginning of July at the high school and that's run by the high school staff in coordination with the counseling department so students that are in that program will have heard from the counseling department and they'll be offered an opportunity to come work with us in the summer and make up work for um, courses that were incomplete or perhaps that they might have failed a portion of it so that they don't have to retake it that's why it's called
0: exactly. course recovery Nice, good opportunity. And then,
2: for the first time, we're ending our summer with our college boot camp. And we're super excited. It's in the first week of August, two days, planned by our counseling department. I just saw their plans. They're bringing in two guest speakers, one for each day. So it's really a curated um, college preparation camp for our rising seniors so that they can get everything organized and started before school starts. It's really a parent's dream. And it is also free.
0: Oh man, this is, where was all this stuff when I was a kid? I'm actually on the bridge website. am looking at some of the cool stuff that they're going to be able to do, like creating a 3d world and VR, cooking rockets, making murals, man, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that
2: rock course, that rock course, is very popular. It scares me, but it's very, very popular. Don't yeah. worry, parents, it's safe. It's we have safe. Our eyes yeah. on it. <laughs> love it though. So that's yeah. bridge. So we're so excited, and we have great enrollment. Um, our directors are doing a wonderful job already. Um, yeah. So we'll see you all then.
0: That's awesome. Now uh, we have uh, students in the district over the summertime at a program called ESY. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Hanaway, why don't you tell us a little bit about I'd that? Yeah,
1: I'd love, to, love to, to hop in. So uh, through the special services department, every summer we run a program called extended school year or also known as ESY. And this program is designated for students who receive special education or related services to the district who qualify on an individual case by case basis through conversations with their school teams uh, to receive uh, mm-hmm. services in the summer to prevent regression. And okay. in uh, this summer, we're holding That's our cool. programs at Scotts Ridge and at Barlow mountain. Uh, and it is a pre-K through all the way through those students who are eligible through h 22 program. Uh, and oh, it's wow. a balance of supporting those academic skills so that they can remain strong and they can start the school year in a good place. In some cases, supporting language skills, uh, motor skills, play, social skills. Uh, and while there's definitely more traditional school like activities that yep. you would find in bridge um, it also has a lot of social and play included because it is a summer. And so we do a Absolutely. lot of community outings, For our older students in the summer through ESY. Um, We'll bring a lot of um, fun activities on site uh, for our elementary students. And then a collaboration with the bridge program that we offer through ESY is the best buddies program, um, which is an opportunity for um, students who um, have exceptionalities to do a lot of fun and social Uh, activities with those students whose uh, families want them to participate and kids who want to participate to start building uh, friendships or maybe extending friendships um, so that during the school year, uh, students can have more of an inclusive experience. And so that's really successful over the last few years. We get a lot more applications for those students to participate in Best Buddies than we can even take every summer. That's great. Yeah, but I think it's a, a great reflection of the community um, and, and the feedback that we've gotten for every student involved um, is that it's a, a wonderful experience. And so those are those are the the busy happenings. We you know, it's um, both Corey and I um, support departments with um, a number of people below us who really are the um, the brains and the hands of these programs that we're so lucky uh, to work with. So for me, Tony Shaw in my department, as well as some of the building based leaders. And the uh, administrators at Barlow Mountain and Scotts Ridge, you know, they, it's a, it's a huge team effort. Um, and, you know, it's, it's running a school in the summer. Yeah, um, And so we're really proud of the teamwork that goes into that.
0: That's amazing. And, and just so people know, like, yeah, we're, we're, we're fully open in the summer. We're functioning. Uh, I know here in the technology department, we're getting ready for the next school year. Not only are we helping all of these programs run, but We're getting all the new computers that we're buying for the middle school, all the the children's technology, their up-and-coming Chromebooks and the teacher's devices. And then these are the new technologies that we're going to be deploying throughout. Uh, And I need Corey, I I think there's a lot of teacher work that happens during the summertime, too, with our curriculum. Is that right?
2: You are right. I don't know if parents realize that teachers work a lot in the summer on curriculum because it's yeah. very hard to do that during the year when you're teaching and going home each night and you know responding to student work mm-hmm. and assessments and preparing for the next day. So our teachers use the summer as a time to memorialize curriculums. That means really write down curriculum for courses and grade levels that we have not yet captured. Um, in, in writing and it's also a time where we make revisions. So mm-hmm. after we mem- memorialize it, then we give it a go and then we cor- collect feedback from our teachers and then we make revisions. Um, some big revisions we did last year mm-hmm. um, happened at the middle school level actually. The sixth grade math team spent a lot of time revising their curriculum to make sure that we are hitting all the standards that we needed um, with enough emphasis so that our students, so it could really impact student learning. And um, that's what we implemented this year. Yep. So again, like I said, we'll make revisions based on how our students responded um, to those changes. So it's really a cyclical cyclical process
1: yep. <laughs> that
2: happens. Um, but, but there are, it's really every every single department across our district is going to be working in June and then in July and August. So it's it's a very exciting time. For us, it's also a super, super busy time. And Absolutely. and I just have to put in a plug for our teachers, because mm-hmm. how lucky yeah. are we in Richfield Public Schools that our teachers are willing to continue working in the summer when really they're on vacation? We do pay them. They're not just yeah. <laughs> okay, and they should be paid because yes. value. It's work. work. Yeah. But we're just so lucky that they're willing to take time out from their families and their time off and really help help us memorialize that curriculum and continue to grow um, our programming even better, ever better each year. So
1: really exciting. And I, I think that the other side of that work in the summer that we're so lucky that teachers are um, willing to do and not just teachers, but um, all, all of our certified staff mm-hmm. um, is professional learning. And so Absolutely. we have a lot of staff who, Prefer, frankly, um, to use summertime for intensive professional learning, um, so that they can, you know, spend as much time during the school year uh, working directly with kids and and not having to create those sub plans and and things like that. And so, for um, special services department, we have. Um, a great opportunity this summer, professional learning for our elementary and middle school special education teachers. We have a lot, as Corey was just describing, a lot of new curriculum and curriculum resources that we're using. Um, And so giving an opportunity for our special education teachers to make sure that they are uh, caught up in a lot of that information from content experts from the district, which is really amazing, is that it's their colleagues who they're receiving that professional learning from. And and not somebody from an outside organization. We also spend the summer to provide training to our administrators, to make sure that they're prepared um, to support teachers and implementation of our programming in classrooms and um, to provide opportunities for our brand new staff. So we have some special education staff will be coming on board. And so if they are available and amenable, we try to take advantage of the time Mm -hmm. before they get here so that they are as prepared as possible to hit the ground running in August.
2: And um, Dr. DeSantis, I believe you're doing some professional learning this summer too.
0: Absolutely. I was uh, excited to go with a bunch of teachers and other administrators to a big conference at the last week of June, which will be in Philadelphia, which is nice because usually these conferences are held in Miami, Austin, San Francisco. So I don't have to like get on a plane and fly across the country, but it's called uh, ISTE and it's a big technology educational conference. Um, Conference. It's 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 kind of like a, a Woodstock, if you will, for that kind of like educational take down. It's a big, big event. It's a big, big event. Uh, but we have so many teachers who are so excited to go because they, again, I think you said it best, uh, it's tough to go to these things during the school year because it's hard to be reflective when you go somewhere, you have all this cool stuff, and then you're immediately back in the classroom and then you're also missing your kids. You're like, oh, you know, do I have to make sub plans? Do I have to make sure. Like, teaching is a very active role. And during the summertime, you can actually have that ref- reflective time. I remember I always enjoyed curriculum writing in the summertime because I had that, you know, time to take a deep breath and kind of reflect on how did the year go? How did the trajectory of my lessons go? Is this, is this the right, right way? And I actually had the time to talk to my colleagues, not just 10 minutes in passing in the hallway between classes. <laughs> so Absolutely. Um, yeah, so really excited. We're sending our certified staff on conferences. We even send some of our non-certified staff that work behind the scenes, our data, our data team people, um, our technicians, you know, all these people. Uh, how do they stay up to date on everything? How are they going to know about Windows 11 or new network protocols? I have to send them to go get trained on it. It's all this stuff, you know. These things keep moving forward, and and we use the summer for those opportunities. So it's a lot of lot of cool stuff. Thanks for
2: saying that, Wes, because we are a learning organization, and it's not yeah. just our certified teachers. It's our administrators.
0: Yep. It's our support
2: staff, and like you said, it's also our technology staff.
0: Yep.
2: <laughs> I mean, things are changing technology every minute. I watched that AI presentation you did to the board of ed. <laughs> I, I'm up on that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just barely glad you are because I'm I'm still catching
0: up. <laughs>
2: I'm up, up on yeah. the fact that it's changing very fast. That yes.
0: is <laughs> I'm up to that fact of it's I, I can barely keep up.
2: <laughs> seems, seems so
0: like-
1: learning matters to all of us.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, I think um, what's also
1: super exciting about the summer months um is that you know it's an opportunity for us to focus on our physical buildings. And yes. so it's an opportunity to really address maybe those maintenance parts of the building that need addressing, so that the building feels um, energized when kids and staff come back in the door in August. And whether it's a, you know, um, you know, updating uh, paint in a in a certain hallway or replacing a yep. carpet or a major renovation, um, and we were very fortunate to have our capital budget um, passed. And so we have a lot of projects through the facilities department is probably their one of their busiest times of the year by far is summer crunch because the hope to get as much done without as many people in the buildings. Um, you know, that that's 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 priority because when you're in an environment that feels like um, you know, it's it's alive, then it's a lot easier to feel energized to learn.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, we've already seen some of the work that facilities has done these past few years and some of the updated bathrooms, the, the painted walls. Uh, we put up new signage across a lot of the buildings, uh, technology signage and just physical signage. Uh, the new hey, vestibules,
2: we, that was big.
0: The, the vestibules, it's huge. So these, these, you know, when you walk into the building, it's like, wow, this is an important place. I'm, I'm where people care. And I feel it's important that our students feel that, absolutely. Um, So, all right. Well, we just had a great conversation. All the things we're super duper excited about. Uh, we'll, we'll be having some podcasts this fall to talk about all of our cool fall projects. But I'm very excited. Uh, we did talk about in some of the board meetings in a previous podcast, but uh, we're, we're starting Tiger TV, Tiger Media. And my hope is sometimes you'll be listening to this podcast next year and I'll be joined with students and they will be running the show. And mm. that'll be really, really cool. And maybe we'll have some video content with some nice, cool interview. We'll sit on a couch. We'll have a host. Students will call us up, and we can we can answer any sort Ooh, of, can't of questions. Wait. It'll be great. We're doing a lot of cool That's stuff awesome. here. Awesome.
1: Very exciting.
0: Uh, well, you know what else is awesome is our amazing audience. So I want to wish uh, our wonderful audience a- another great season of listening. Thank you so much. Uh, if you know people who don't listen to the podcast, have them go onto their favorite podcasting app, which is whatever they want to use—Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts—and just search Ridgefield, and then boom. Tiger Talk is the number one podcast in Ridgefield. So you just want to search that. Boom, we're number one. Like and subscribe. You are in. You are one of the cool kids now. So definitely join us here at Ridgefield Tiger Talk on your favorite podcasting app. We will return in September. We are super duper excited uh, about doing all the cool stuff over summer. We wish everyone uh, a great, fun, safe summer break. Uh, we have some neat stuff happening over the summer here. So always reach out to any of us here at central office if you have any questions, but yeah, I want to thank Corey. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Sure thing. That was fun.
0: (laughs) Uh, Elizabeth Hannaway. Thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you, Wes. And congratulations again.
0: Oh, well, you know, we, we we keep going, right? This is what we do here. We we love doing all this fun stuff and want to thank the wonderful audience for listening. Uh, This is Dr. D signing off. Have a great summer.